This podcast is part of the Everyday Heroes Podcast Network, the network for first responders and those who support them. All right, welcome back. This is Scrubs again. I'm Nicole. I'm Lara. We're somewhere in September. It's Fall-ish. I think my birthday's passed already by this point. Oh, yeah, we're actually we're really old now. Yeah, <laughs> shut the. <laughs> It's getting close every year to that big one, dude. It really is. Here comes a big one, Elizabeth. It's coming. <laughs> All right. So this week, and I have a feeling this is something we're going to wind up doing again because we're going to hear more of them. Yeah. Pe- yeah. Send them in. Yeah. We're talking old wives' tales. I love old wives' tales. Well, so as you know, I was raised in a ginormous Italian family. Mm-hmm. And I in a ginormous Irish family. Which they, I think, invented superstitions, yes. wives' tales, yes. and bullshit, yes. okay? So when I had my bridal shower, my aunt gave me a box of knives. And Laura, there were pennies tapped all taped all over the knives. Why? Do you know why? Mm. You have to cut the bitterness of the knife because it would oh, destroy yes, my yes, marriage yes. if I didn't have pennies taped to the fucking knife box. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I was I had to wear red at my shower underneath to ward off the malachia. Mm-hmm. The malachia. What's the malachia? It's the evil yeah. eye. you got to give the horns. Mm-hmm. And point them to the ground. That's why every Italian has the red pepper to ward off the evil eye. And anytime, so I get a lot of hormonal headaches. Yes. Anytime I had a fucking headache, I had the malachia. And my mother would call my auntie Anna. You gotta do the malachia. You gotta see if she's got the malachia. What is that when you want to ask? You get a fucking bowl of water. And you drop oil in it. And you say some kind of curse over the water. <laughs> and if the water laps over the bowl, you've got the malachia, Laura. Oh. And this is a process you can only learn on Christmas Eve. Okay? Obviously. And you have to keep doing this process till the water stills. And my mother still to this day says, your father had the malachias. I watched it spill over the bowl. I'm like, you guys are insane. <laughs> okay? So the malachia. Was there an open window and a fan there? Exactly. It's just like, was there an earthquake going on? <laughs> Who was shaking the table? So I grew up with all of these weird things in my house. And one of the ones that I was going to start this off with was... My older brother, God rest his soul, whenever he would get sick, his nose would be like fucking Rudolph. It would get really red. Mm. And my mother would say, you, you know why that happened, right? You know why. When you are pregnant and you have a craving, oh, yes. you have to pinch your bum. It, yeah. Okay, so the birthmark ends up on the bum because that's how birthmarks are created. You have a craving and you, you pinch, pinch some pie on the body. Yeah. So she forgot about this and she was craving strawberry ice cream, Laura. She couldn't get enough. Mm-hmm. Scratched her nose. Boom, that's what happened to my brother. That's what happened. He had a red nose the rest of his life. He had a red nose because she wanted strawberry ice cream and forgot to pinch her bum. (laughs) I'm sure more of these will come up, but it wasn't a fun childhood. I'm not going to lie. Like, I I buy a new car, they're throwing change all over the floor for good luck. And I had a red ribbon on my, Mm because you got to ward off the Malachia. Again, apparently the Malachia happens. Everybody wanted what I had, so I had to be covered in red all the time. Yes. I wonder why red's my favorite color. Okay. So we are covering. Did you have some crazy? I mean, yeah. I mean, they're I mean, like nuts anyways. I, I mean, I'm sure there's like a million things that we do, but that I still do to this day. And I just don't know why yeah. I do or say the things I do. Well, but in I our hearts, it's always because that's what my mother said. My mother would always say her mother, Mary, Maria Grazie. She was the be all end all of all of this shit. So if Mary did it, you, you had yeah. to do it. Like yeah. it's in the books. Well, Mary said, yes, what you do. Yeah. When she bakes at Christmas. We have to bless the bread three times before we can, like, the pizzelli dough, make it up. It has to rest. And we got to bless it three times. On Easter, she gets holy water. Because apparently she's been an ordained priest as well. Oh. And she blesses the Easter eggs. 
you have to bless them before you eat them. Mm-hmm. No, that's definitely amazing. Yeah. 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 That's like... The pizzelli dough, the biscotti dough, you have to bless it three times before you can... So you don't choke? No, so it'll rise. Oh, so the <laughs> bread will rise. Yeah. Like Jesus. Oh, it's the bread of Jesus. If you leave bread on the counter, you got to cover it with a... It's, you know what? Two. I have another aunt who thinks she's the Pope. <laughs> and every Lent, the rules change. Oh, And course. she'll tell you, because that's what the church said. I'm like, no, I... I literally went to Mass and it tells you what the rules of Lent are. Oh, she fasts all year on Wednesdays and Fridays because that's what Mary did. You fast on Wednesdays and Fridays. You know, like back a thousand years ago when Catholics only ate fish on Wednesdays and Fridays because, you know, we had no iodine. Yeah. That's really why we were eating fish so nobody was getting goiters. Right. No. So, and then she'll be like, well, it's the third Thursday of Lent, full moon. You have to eat strip naked at the table. I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> no, she comes up with the, and my mother will go, Rita said it was so that's what it, I'm like, no, mom. It's right there in black no, and no. white. At the, Look at what the actual yeah, These are the says. actual rules. Like, over no. 70, you don't have to fast anymore. No, 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 that's not true. Okay. Oh, my mother's 70. She won't have to fast anymore. Yeah, I think after 70, you don't have to fast. Yeah, probably. Between 14 and 70 or something She'll like that. She'll probably still do it. I but. can't fast anyway. I try. And then at like noon, I'm like, oh, fuck it, starving. <laughs> and a guy dies on the cross. I had to eat the whole thing. I mean, <laughs> I went five hours. <laughs> Good enough. All we right. We can't have the birds. There's no birds. Birds oh, no mean birds death. luck. I can't have anything with birds on it. I like a picture. I'm like, oh, I love mm-hmm. birds. Birds cannot have it in my house. Bad luck. You're gonna die. Can't no, bird do it. Houses. My girlfriend bought curtains with birds on it. I almost had a stroke. No. I was like, what are you doing? You gonna put that in your house? She's like, well, they well you have like a rooster or something. They're not birds to me. It is a they're bird. Chickens. They're edible. I bird. can. I have control over the chickens. <laughs> still a bird. I can't have anything with the bird. It's, it's a like, barnyard animal. I'm talking like it. sparrows and other little fucking yeah, birds. Anything. Any- they actually. Chickens are classified as bird, but they don't fly. I'm talking flying sure. birds. Make yourself feel better. Yeah. Just saying. I love my rooster. Leave him alone. I can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. Okay, Anyways. so we're going to start with medical ones that are bullshit. Uh, and the first one we're going to start with is you can't swim for half an hour after eating. Mm-hmm. How many times did you hear that as a kid? Oh, sit, like sit at the picnic table. Sit down. Sit. Do yeah. not get in that pool. No, you just it's ate. A half, I'm putting the timer on. Half yeah. an hour. Okay. You just ate. The thought is that... Your blood's going to shunt to your stomach and cramp you up and you're going to drown. Mm-hmm. There was absolutely no evidence to support this. A 1962 study had subjects swim 100 yards freestyle anywhere from like 15 seconds after they eat to three hours after they eat. And there was absolutely no difference in any of them and what happened. You might not go as fast. You might be a little full, but you're not going to drown because you ate and swam before half an hour. I swam. I was a swimmer. I used to swim the 500. It's 20 laps. Yeah. Literally, I had this ritual. Every, like, the race before, while that was going, I would run out, get two pieces of pizza from the, oh, the thing, scarf down two pieces of pizza, and get behind the blocks. Like, I had to have two pieces of pizza right before. <laughs> so I'm telling you now, it's a it's, old It's probably won every race. The American Red Cross found no reported cases of eating before swimming causing or contributing to any fatal or non-fatal drownings. So, debunked. Mm-hmm. Debunked. Um, how about a little hair of the dog will kill your hangover? Ooh. Meaning mm-hmm. if you drink in the morning, it's going to help you hangover. Yeah. So the phrase hair of the dog comes from an old belief that if someone was bitten by a rabid dog. This is getting good. They could cure your rabies by taking a potion containing the same dog's hair. Oh. 
So it was literally the dog of the hair that bit now you. I'm, I, you know why it would kill me? Because I'd throw up. Yeah, you'd be violently ill and all the rabies would come. Yes. Um, so in essence, it means like cure what ails you with yep. more of what ails you. Um, so in, in the case of a hangover, you're drinking tequila the night before. Wake Bloody up. Mary's in the have morning. a shot of tequila. <laughs> um, it could temporarily take your mind off of how shitty you feel. <laughs> But it's not a long-term solution. It is not going to make you feel any better. Um, don't reach for another alcoholic beverage. Get some Gatorade. Get some Powerade. Get some water. Go to McDonald's. Diet McDonald's. Coke, French fries. You'll Fucking be cured. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it before. I like the... We were talking this last night. I like the good grilled McChicken. Mm. Not grilled. The fried I was like, McChicken. You don't take like, grilled. Just a it has to be fried. A little mayo on it. The McChicken. Large fry. The biggest Coke, if yeah. I could bathe in the Coke they gave me, because yeah. it's just the best it's the Coke. the best Coke. And you will feel yeah. significant. I was sick at work the other I didn't feel good at work the other night. And uh, I'm drinking Coke. And they're like, oh, I never see you drink Coke. I said, if you see me drinking Coke, I feel okay. like shit. Woof. Percolated. Yeah. Big old burp came out. I'm like, oh, I feel like a whole new woman. Yeah. It's just the best Diet thing in the Coke, world. French fries from McDonald's, whatever yeah. else you want to throw with it. But you need those both, because the grease and the Coke. You're good. Do it's not fun. drink what you drank the night before. Blech. It will not help you in any way. No. It, oh, is it may feel fun. You're going to still feel like shit later Not true. It's, you're just prolonging what's the misery. Yeah. yeah. All right. If you shave your hair, it will grow back faster, darker, and coarser. Hmm. The root of this old wives' tale is well, hair, hair's roots. At their tip, hairs are thin and tapered. But closer to their hair follicles, they are thicker. So, mm-hmm. when you shave your head, it's going to look thicker when it first comes back out. Oh, sure. <laughs> um, it, so, when it's emerging from the root, it's going to be thicker, leading to the appearance that it has grown back thicker and coarser. However, as the hair grows back out, it will taper off again, like it says it will, leaving it looking the same as it did before if you sliced it. Because, you, I mean, you see it all the time. People shave their heads, it comes back, it's the, the same. Yeah. If you wax, instead of shaving your hair, you may avoid this temporarily thickening-looking phenomenon because wax pulls hair out from their roots. Mm-hmm. The entire hair needs to regrow, meaning that it will be tapered end that emerges the skin first, other than the thicker end. So so if you're a woman and you get a deep mustache, don't shave it because it's going to look gonna thick gonna for a couple days. Like just a mustache. wax it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The darker appearance of new hairs can also be blamed on photobleaching or rather the lack thereof. UV rays from the sun can break down the melanin pigments in our hair, just like chemical bleaches. New hairs have not been exposed to the sun like their elder counterparts, and thus may actually be slightly darker. Interestingly, researchers at uh, at 23andMe have identified 48 genetic markers that may influence hair photobleaching, which may explain why hair turns blonde in the summer, but my dad's hair remains stumbling. Like her hair is blonde in the summer, but her dad's hair remains stubbornly dark. Hmm. And there you go. That was number three. So don't tell, because Jack has that stupid like fuzz, fuzz mustache thing. But it's like gross. And so I'm like, you gotta shave it. You gotta shave. No shave it. I'm like if you shave it, it'll come in thick. <laughs> don't tell him this. Well, as I've said a million times before too, when my brother went to boot camp, he had peach fuzz. Mm-hmm. We videotaped the wrong kid. 30 minutes because he had so much hair on the other end and I, when you're in boot camp they make you shave every day right so you are going to thicken your beard right I don't I don't know if this is the same concept but he was like a gorilla I yeah. don't know what the fuck they fed him but he had hair on his shoulders and I was like my mother's like where's my son she couldn't find him <laughs> what is this I don't know what they did to them and marines make men out of anything mm-hmm. alright so go ahead alright don't go outside with wet hair 
You'll catch a cold. Or you'll die. Die. Mm-hmm. Um, while going outside with wet hair won't instantly give you sniffles, it could make catching a cold more likely. Okay. So uh, not debunked. It... Wet hair outside is not going to give you a cold. Because yeah, in the summertime, you're out there wet. Right. The Even in the cold. It's not going to give you a cold. It might help the process. Okay. So viruses are more common in cooler months because they are able to survive longer times. Mm-hmm. So if your nose, mouth, and throat are cooler than normal and the air you're breathing in is cold, then you have a higher chance of keeping the virus because it can live in the cool right. thing. So if you're outside, you're wet. You f- like if you just got out of the... So we used to swim, right? Like I said, you swim in the winter. Why? I don't know why you have swim teams in the winter. That's when swimming is. So we'd wait outside. You'd get dressed. You'd wait outside for your mother. I wasn't drying my hair because I was going home and taking a shower. shower. Our hair would literally be icicles. And my mother was early for everything. It's not like she was late yeah. leaving us. I don't know. You know, it was like a couple of minutes. Right. It, our hair would literally have icicles on it. We weren't sick because we had right. bad hair. However... If you if you have a virus and it's living in your face, my face was wet. Your mouth is like everything's and wet. It's cold wet. It's cold wet. That virus can live longer. It can yeah. sustain more. You're not helping more. your situation. It's not helping your situation, but going out with wet hair will not get you sick. Bump bump bump. Mm-hmm. So semi debunked. All right. Never wake a sleepwalker. Sleepwalking usually occurs during the third stage of non-REM sleep mm-hmm. when we are most deeply asleep. Researchers can monitor the electrical activity of the brain using an EEG. In 2011, a team of Italian researchers found that both waking, wake-like, and sleep-like brain patterns coexist at the same time. The hypothesis that sleep disorders involving unusual behaviors while asleep, also called as parasomnias, could be due to an imbalance between these two states. One such parasomnia is sleeping inertia, also known as sleep drunkenness, wherein followed forced arousal. So, sleepwalking. (laughs) The cognitive impairment from sleep can retain for up to 10 minutes. During this period, the individual can be confused, impulsive, and even violent. There are quite a few cases of recently awoken people harming or even killing people around them. Mm -hmm. It's important to note that sleep drunkenness can occur anytime someone is woken from a deep sleep, whether they're sleepwalking or not. So, I had flown back from Hawaii. I'd been living out there for like four months. I flew back. I'm in at like 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. I had been up for like 24 hours, sound asleep. And my mother came in and it woke me up and I'm looking at her and I was like, don't leave. She's like, what? I'm just don't leave the room for a minute. She's all I recognize. Mm-hmm. I had no idea where I was. I didn't recognize anything. She's like, you have no idea where you are. I'm like, I don't. Just give me a minute. Yeah. So what they're saying is if you wake a sleepwalker, they're going to be in that state where they don't know where they are, what's going on, and right. something bad could happen. In a legal sense, a person who does a crime while sleepwalking or whether or when sleep drunk is not culpable for their actions. The defense is called automatism. I don't buy it. Because the individual is seen as acting as an automaton, not in control of their actions and with no motivation for the crime, you may be surprised to read just how many sleepwalking homicides have occurred one or more recent being only 32 years ago i'm not buying it i've seen a couple of people trying to use that i mean some i don't think some of the people that use it are true but like you said if you wake up say say punch you in the face and kill you that's one thing but to take a gun well no to go get the gun and all that because it's only like 10 minutes 10 minutes but it's it's like if if say you're in your bed and you are in that sleep and mike 
is leaning over trying to wake me up and I'm like and you're choking you them. wake up and you're like what the hell you know yeah. like I could see how That's you different. could attack somebody but some of these cases are like he drowned his wife in the pool mm, that seems like an awful the water long didn't time. wake you up you know yeah, yeah. I'm not buying so what should you so what should you do if not wake a sleepwalker so basically we are this is a chore take a page from my boyfriend's book and gently guide them back to bed but do make sure to tell them about it in the morning because they probably won't remember a thing. I know people who have said they've had to put alarms on because the, the sister my would sister go walking. Slept, my sister used to sleep yeah, when we were younger. it was you. It was terrifying. A, I hate when people talk in their sleep. I hate when people it's walk creepy. in their sleep. It's, it's so creepy. fucking creepy. So she would um, get up all the time. So she had a bell on her door so my mother could would know. Would hear the bell. Then we had alarms on the do- like the outside doors. She would only go to the back door because we only used the back door. Mm-hmm. We didn't go out the front door. So we only had the little alarm on the back door. So if she would tried to leave the house, it would go off. Yeah. She would come in my room all the time. And wait. I wouldn't wake up to the bell on her door because I was a teenager. Yeah. She would open my door. She'd come in my room. She, Laura. And I'd wake up and she'd be standing there. And then it would be like, like gobbled. <laughs> like I'd have no idea what she said other than Laura. And then it would, Laura. And blah, 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 you know, whatever she, and I'm like, oh my God, go to bed, go to bed, Stacey, go back to bed, go back to bed, go back to bed. It was terrifying. Did she remember any of it? No, she didn't remember any of it. She would go downstairs. She, I think she did try to get out the back door one time. It was, it was so creepy. It is so creepy when yeah. people are like looking at you and talking and, and to you out of it. and they're not there. Yeah. Like it is bizarre. My brother used to talk in his sleep all the time and it was always the most bizarre shit. And he would... There was one time he's literally asking a question. I finally just shouted an answer at him and went back to sleep. I'm like, yeah. shut the fuck up. Sam's talking to sleep once in a while. Garrett does it. Yeah, but he doesn't get up. Thank God. I that it freaks That's me creepy. out. That's creepy. So that much. is creepy. Okay, keep going. Okay, um, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. I'm not buying that. An apple a day isn't going to keep you healthy, but it is a good source of nutrition. It has fiber. It has lots of vitamins, um, and it's an important part of anyone's diet because it can help keep hunger away. Mm-hmm. It can help keep your blood sugar in check. It's a good snack to have. It's a it's I a healthy it's snack to eat. Eating healthy is going to make right. you keep you. But the apple a day is not going to keep actually, you actually take healthy. it literal. right? <laughs> but it is a good snack to have. If you know, if you if you're hungry, it's good. To have on the go instead of having like a bar or whatever, an apple is a great choice. Uh, Except for me, I, just I will like die. Them in pie or crisp. Yeah. I don't really. But, or with yeah, car- you like them when it's not the healthy yeah, with pie. caramel, right? Oh, with caramel. But eating an apple will not keep the doctor away necessarily. Uh, what a shame! If that was only the how easy it the, could be. If I ate an apple, it's good for reflux. Apples? Yep. Why is it holding all that fluid down? It has something in it, like the enzymes, just curb that. Pain. Well, according to Mike, it's good for reflux. So okay. just saying, you might want to check that out. You never know. You never know. You can get off your Prilosec, maybe. Yeah, you may not get esophageal cancer. I mean, Mike's still on it, but, you know, it's <laughs> just... <laughs> All right, well, moving on to sitting too close to the TV will make you go blind. Okay. There is some little basis that people thought. Back in 1967, when TVs were relatively new, there was a huge recall on color televisions. Mm. The increased voltage found in the newfangled color TV caused a radiation output that exceeded what the government decided to be safe. Oh. 112,000 TVs were affected, and in 1968, the Radiation Control for Health and Safety Act was was, uh, created. Wow. 
they found, what they found out was that the only danger was coming from the bottom of the TV. So you would have to have laid under the TV for hours. <laughs> to watch under. To, yes, to have any problems. But if you stayed six feet away from the TV, this resolved any problems. So, my mother used to say that. Sit away from the TV. If you could sit with your face right against the TV, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. What is going to happen is you're going to get, gonna get tired. And tired. You're going to yeah. get tired. So... They may be red and blurry after a prolonged exposure to screen time, but it's not permanent damage. It's just eye strain. Mm -hmm. Eye strain is a result of our eyes, muscles, constantly in a form of contraction, trying to focus. So, like any other activity, you got to give those muscles a break. So, if you're staring at a screen for five hours, your eyes are going to hurt. They're going to be blurry. They're going to be red. They're going to itch. Mm -hmm. Go to sleep. It's going to go away. Blinking will help also mm -hmm. to coat your eyes and give your eyes a break. Some lubrication. Um, but no matter how hard you squint or look at your phone, it's not going to make you go blind. So you are debunking that. Yes. But absolutely don't spend all your time on Staring the screen. On screen. It's not good for you. Exactly. Give your eyes the break that they ask for. Mm -hmm. All right. Go. On that note, don't cross your eyes. They'll get stuck that way. Oh, don't make those faces. Yeah. So, I used to think that as a kid. I really thought my eyes were going to freeze that way. I have a story about my mother. So, <laughs> so the little muscles around the eyeball control the movement in your eyes. Mm -hmm. So you have all these little muscles um, and they you can move them every way because of these muscles. When you cross your eyes, you're what you're doing, you're flexing your muscles. Like you would flex your arms to oh, show I off your muscles. I can flex mad, yeah. mad eye muscles. So that's all you're doing, crossing your eyes, <laughs> is flexing your muscles. Um, so... If you flex your arm, your arm doesn't get stuck. If you cross your eyes, <laughs> your eyes are not going to get stuck. Um, and I'm pretty sure I never saw a kid with their eyes permanently crossed because of that. Because of that. It's not, it's not. Actually, Sam's eyes crossed because his muscle is so weak. Right. Like, if you we flex your flex. eye, it's not going to get stuck like that. Um, Does his eyes still do that? A little bit. He had He's surgery. To, he yeah. had the surgery to tighten the muscle, so it's, it's drifted a little bit. And they said when he grows... It'll straighten. Through pubic. No, it will get worse. Oh. Because his muscles yeah. are stretching. So he'll, after he's done growing, he'll probably get one more. When my brother's drunk, you can tell because the eye starts floating. That's what I said to him. I go, <laughs> you're always going to be that guy that you know is yeah, drunk. The party. Yeah, I, you know, he's tired. His eye's floating. So I swear, to, I'm pretty sure I have the story right. But what I remember is my mother telling me she... I'm sure her mother told, because of course yeah. we believe all these things. Mary and, said it must be true. And whatever my grandmother said, my mother, that was the Bible. So yeah. no matter how crazy it was. Yeah. So she must have said to her, don't cross your eyes. I'll get stuck like that. Like everybody said to their kids. And my mother, for whatever reason, which is odd because she never did anything she was told not to do, <laughs> was laying on a couch and crossed her eyes like at her brother or something, made a face. And her eyes got stuck like that. And she couldn't uncross them. Come on! Couldn't uncross them until she sat up and they become they became uncrossed. I think she crossed her eyes and then thought, oh my God, my mother told me not to do that. Right. So and then now, she yeah, was so it. upset that she couldn't uncross her eyes. And then when she sat up, she just relaxed and they uncrossed. But I, she, my mother also was one that will go, you know, you go, like the, my senior thing at high school, they had a hypnotist there. Oh, yeah. And they do the, put your hands out in front of you, and I'm pouring glue all over it, and blah, blah, blah. Now pull them apart. There's my mother. Can't pull her hands apart. I'm like, Ma, pull your hands apart. And she's like, I can't. They're stuck. I'm like, they're not actually stuck, And Ma. you're not actually hypnotized, Mom, because you're talking to me. Pull. No, she gets hypnotized like that. Are you serious? Like that. Ma, 
holding her hands up high. I can't. I can't. They're stuck. And she literally couldn't pull her hands up high. I, I wanted to die. I can't. I was. It was awful. <laughs> but she. So I'm like. So I think in her mind she thought, Oh my god, my mother said they're gonna get stuck like that. Persuasion. Yes. And then they got stuck like that because oh she was god, in her head. But they Don't did come watch undone. Too many of those weird TV shows that they want to hypnotize. Yeah. Either. No, she couldn't. Oh. She would be hypnotized. She'll be taken over the world every time. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, yeah, we're moving to feed a cold, starve a fever. Oh yes. Okay. When affected with an illness like the common cold, it's a natural response to lose your appetite. Mm-hmm. That makes the second half of the saying easy enough to comply with. As for the first part, beyond chicken soup and maybe some kind of jello, mm-hmm. I love jello, um, it can be a difficult task. Even drinking is hard enough that patients often need supplemental fluids when sick. Mm-hmm. So if it works, hand me the soup. Um. This piece of outdated medical advice, it came from the idea that eating can raise the body temperature, something that could be beneficial in fighting off an infection. So, you know, everybody gets a fever and they want to take Motrin to bring it down. Your fevers there actually is a defense mechanism to get rid of this stuff. Right. So it's telling you, like, eat because it's going to bring your, your metabolism up. Mm-hmm. But detrimental if one is already nursing a fever. So if you've already have a fever, you don't want to make the fever go higher. Right. It's also worth remembering that it was once thought that the common cold could be caught by exposing oneself to cold weather and that heat was a remedy. There you mm-hmm. go. What is true? While it is true that eating can help raise your body temperature, that's not the part of this euphorism that may be true. There are some theories as to how and why starving yourself when ill may help you fight infection, but it's not specific to a fever. Sorry, page flip, page flip, page flip. This article, too, drove me crazy because it keeps inserting websites into the words. Okay. As you likely know, fevers can help your body fight pathogens, both by creating an inhospitable hot environment that will eliminate some infectious agents and by increasing the rate of reactions inside your body that contributes to your immune response. This is why when my kids would get a fever, my pediatrician would be like, don't give them Motrin. Just let them fight the fever. It's, right. They need it. Of course, I'd still give them Motrin. In a similar vein, some researchers believe that anorexia, the medical term for loss of appetite, is a bodily response to an infection designed to help you heal faster. There are a few theories to support anorexia as a defense mechanism. First, anorexia is extremely widespread, occurring in almost all mammals. Second, behaviorally, a lack of appetite would keep mammals from leaving the safety of their nest, burrow, mm. or home to search for food, while well, cognitively and physically impaired, which would also help reduce heat loss due to movement and therefore preserve the fever the body had so carefully created. Third, not eating will reduce the micronutrients like iron available in blood plasma that pathogens would use for their own purposes. And last... Various immune functions, like the activation of macrophages, seems to be increased under starvation conditions. So, while uh, mice studies cannot be extrapolated to humans, an interesting 1979 experiment affected mice with listeria, which we spoke about earlier, and found that those kept from eating had a mortality rate of 40%. Those kept from eating had a mortality rate of 40% compared to a mortality rate of 90% in those who were force-fed. So if you didn't eat, you were more likely to live. Mm-hmm. We'll need to see some higher quality research on humans before we mm-hmm. make any definitive changes to how we treat illnesses regarding diet. But in the meantime, if you're not feeling hungry while homesick, while homesick, don't force yourself to eat. That much important than when you eat. That much more important than what you eat when you're sick is what you drink to make 
what you eat is more important than not you know if you're going to eat make sure what you're putting in means difference oh no when i'm sick i eat pizza i eat spaghetti and tomato soup cozy shack pudding um i eat cozy shack pudding i eat nothing that's good for me yeah because you're home so this is just going to bring me to chicken soup mm-hmm. and the how chicken soup can cure a cold so you have to depends on the kind of chicken soup you're going to have because there's chicken soup made from stock mm-hmm. and if it's made from stock that means there's bones in it and there's chicken soup just made from the meat if you have it with stock, you're going to have zinc and calcium and selenium and that also with all these veggies. Mm-hmm. This is from foodnetwork.com. And basically what it's saying is chicken soup is not going to cure you, but it is going to help you. Mm-hmm. If you're sipping hot soups, all the steam is going to help your congestion. It's not going to get rid of it, but it's going to help you right. temporarily. It makes you feel like right. you can breathe for a minute. The zinc that you're going to get from the meat and the veggies is going to help shorten the length of the cold. The University of Nebraska found that chicken soup contains anti-inflammatory substances that help alleviate colds. Hmm. It is also a comfort food for your soul, so it just is going to make you feel good having a big hot steaming bowl of chicken soup. Yeah, that does not make me feel good in any way. I love chicken soup. Fucking love it. It's fine. I don't, like, I'm not like, I don't feel well. You know what? I want chicken soup. No, I want fucking greasy ass pizza. (laughs) That's what I want when I don't feel well. I love chicken soup. Yeah. And my mother, I my mother would make it for us as kids, and we wouldn't eat the vegetables, so she'd grind them all up. So it was just orange soup with bow tie noodles in it. So we always just called it bow tie soup. So if I was sick, I can remember being an adult, and I was vomiting, and I was sick. It was like October. It was a million degrees, and my mother came up with bow tie soup. Everything was better after the bow tie soup. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What you got? All right. If you swallow gum, it will stay in your system for seven Seven years. years. I, I was like, oh, there we go. I'm going to be 15 when that comes out. I... Literally swallow my gum every time I have gum. Ugh. Literally swallow my gum every time. I never spit it So out. you're just done. If that's true, I should You'd have be been dead up. a You'd million be years up. ago. Yeah. Um, this is a common childhood tale told by parents to the kids to dissuade from the bad habit. I don't really know why it's bad habit. I'd rather that than spitting, but whatever. <laughs> um, it might have some truth to it, though. Uh-oh, gum is supposed Lord, to go through fucked. your digestive tract, but it can adhere to the side of the bowel. No one really knows how long it will stay there if it does adhere, but it can adhere. Um, inflammation and not having enough villi um, in the digestive tract to brush things away can make this um, more likely. So if you already have a poor digestive system, you get some gum in there. You're not going to be able to brush it off. Get some gum down there. I have literally swallowed every piece of gum I've I ever chewed. I can honestly say in all the years I've done this, nobody's ever come in with a gum obstruction. No, I've never had a gum obstruction, so I don't think it really stays. No, I don't think it does either. I mean, maybe it gets caught up for a day I've or never two. seen it, and we've seen everything in that place. Yeah. I, I think you're fine. Never Go ahead out. and swallow your gum. I think you're good. Don't spit. You shouldn't spit things out. That's disgusting. Ugh. Spitting is disgusting, and I think, like, in the middle of COVID, I'm watching one of the... Um, housekeepers uh bio you know the environmental service people spitting on the floor of the elevator what i said you just spit on the fucking floor of the elevator i'm standing right here yeah i mean regardless of covid or not what are you doing i don't know it's spitting disgusting. outside is bad it's disgusting it's disgusting um do you have more from that i do i have the cats oh do the cats and then, then, then i have the other I hate one them so much <gasps> stop it you know i do i love my babies yeah well they might kill you <laughs> they're not stealing my breath he steals so. my chest every night we did. So I did. Cats take your breath away or cats will steal your breath. It was a movie cats like will that. steal a baby's breath. I have grown up petrified of cats because cats in my family are part of that. Yeah. 
bad. Why? Old wives' tales. They're evil. Bad they're luck, bad. Yeah. They're bad luck. They'll steal your breath. Yeah. They'll kill your kids. They'll. They're awful. You're they gonna get cats. Nothing but love, Laura. Yeah, nothing. I don't love. think so. In some um, ways. So, even back in 1905, in a pediatric medical journal, it was written that quote: "There is a real danger of a fatal termination by suffocation." End quote. While talking about cats. Yes. I do In think... a medical journal. Well, I do... Okay, finish your article and I'll say what I have to say. So, the cats take any breath away. A cats will steal a baby's breath. It comes from the notion that cats like milk, mm-hmm. right? So, they'll smell the milk on the baby's breath. You know, that little sweet little oh, breath on them. Um, and then they'll go to sniff it and suffocate them. Also, cats are jealous little bitches. <laughs> and they... <laughs> Want all your attention. So you have a newborn baby in the house. Yeah. You're constantly giving attention. Even though cats are assholes and don't want your attention, they right. do want your attention. They like that weird. They like women. Weird. They like women. Sorry, they're but they fickle. are. Fickle. I don't know what they are. They're just. Ugh. But so then you have the newborn baby. So then it's like a, there's that jealousy part of it where they're going to be, yeah, yeah. I'll you're show you with this baby. You get nothing. You get to me all. Um, also, cats were connected with witches like back in the day. So if a child was found dead, probably of SIDS, what we know right. now, and there was a cat in the house, a cat nearby, a cat in the room, the cat caused that baby's death. Right. Um, Poor cats. Right. So it was it's kind of blamed on the cat. It's not true. Cats will not smell the milk and suffocate the baby. That being said, cats need their own space. Their food should be separate. Their they toys should be separate. things to go over the crib to keep the cats out. Yeah. You should have a top on the bed. The cat is not intentionally going to kill the baby. What I if would you see ask some people, cats like to sit on humans, yes, and so they're going to sit on a baby who can't breathe now, because and they can't of the get the cat off. off. Exactly. So you need to keep the cat out of the baby's crib. Right. It's not cute. No. Um. Yeah. It's not cute at all. They because they just lay there. They're lumps. Right. And then the babies can't roll. Can't and move. The babies are warm. And they're so warm. They like and to... the cats like the warmth. Yeah. And they do smell like milk, so it's probably comforting in some. Right. Um. So it's not true. However, it could accidentally happen. And in 2000, in the UK, a a six-week-old baby died after the family cat fell asleep on his face. I believe it. And I'm sure that's happened. My cat sleeps on my face, but I can breathe. Oh, my God. Oh, I love it. It's a little fur on my cheek. No, I wouldn't want a cat sleeping on anybody's face. But but I'm big enough to be like, get the fuck off. But you know you can do something about it. So do not let your cats in the baby's crib. Because it could accidentally happen. Right. They're not, like you said, they're not doing it intentional. They're right. doing what cats do. And a baby cannot move an 18-pound cat off of itself. Right. So, so. it could suffocate. So it could steal the babies. <laughs> but not intentionally. Apparently. Like the movie, Suppo- remember, supposedly not intentionally. I've seen the movie. And poor black cats. They even get a worse rap than cats. Like, oh, God, no. Those oh, are they're the so misunderstood. I so, literally will, if I see a black, I have to, I will turn around. You know and go I have a black cat. I can't cross in front of my path. Big Fat Max. I love Big Fat Max. And not only is he black, but he's got angry eyes. Like, they're not intentional angry eyes. Like, if, if cats got Botox, if he had Botox, he wouldn't look angry all the time. Mm-hmm. But he always, they go down. Yeah. So he's always looking mad. And he's the sweetest, fattest little thing. But he gets a bad rap. Oh, he gets a bad rap. I will literally turn the car around and drive the other no, way. No, I love my babies. Anyway. So I can keep cats away from your babies because um, they're just doing what cats do. Yeah. And your cat, your kids are not old enough to say they're an asshole and get off of me. Right. Okay. So then we have just some silly ones about 
these are not getting debunked. They're just what people think on how to predict gender and when you're going to have the baby. When you're going to have a baby. So the first one I have is sir, sweet versus salty cravings. Okay. Uh, if you find yourself craving all things sweet, that's a sign of a girl. Cravings for salty and even protein-rich uh, foods may be a boy. And if you're craving everything, well, that just means you're pregnant. So Cameron was frosted mini wheats. I had to have 18 bowls a day. I was say, Jack, I ate cake. Yeah. I don't even like cake. Like, I'm not a cake. Yeah. You know, I'll eat the frosting off a of cake. No, I wanted, like, cupcake. I wanted yep. cake. Cake, 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 cake. All the time. I never ate cake. Frosted Constantly mini wanted cake with him. He's a boy. In yeah. in to boot, ice cream, which I adore. I couldn't touch ice cream or eggs when I was pregnant. And I love it. I eat eggs every morning. Couldn't I love them. eggs. I couldn't have the eggs. It I I don't even know if I could eat them, but I couldn't stand the smell of I them. So you them. couldn't you couldn't be in my no. house. This one, Mike was trying to like make egg. I'm like, don't make go downstairs. I lived in a two family. Yeah. I'm like, go downstairs to my mother's apartment and make that down there. Fine. Chicken. Couldn't cook the chicken in the house. Go downstairs to my mother's house, kick it down. Fine. I, I was out. I don't know if I was at work or what. I came home one night. Now, I couldn't stand the smell of eggs, chicken, like protein cooking in the house. He had decided to make salmon in the oh, house. Oh, my. I came Dude, home. Dude, I, I can't like, stand salmon on a good day. Are you out of your mind? I can't even stand the smell of a boiling egg. And you cooked salmon in this. I was, but I don't know how he survived that pregnancy because oh. I, I should have killed him for many things. Oh. It was Awful. So my my oldest son was frosted mini wheats. My daughter was buffalo chicken Caesar salad mm. from the tides. Literally, Obviously. Brian didn't even call anyone. He just go and pick it up. And Garrett was Italian subs. And the craving for Italian subs was so bad that I didn't care about listeria. I had an no. Italian sub every day, every single day. And I can remember my mother I must have been eight months pregnant. I was gonna get it with huts. She's like, "Do you you think that's a good idea?" And I'm like, "That's fine, ma. I got this." Oh, I had Ajita for like a week <laughs> after that. I was still my subs. I have to get the huts on the Italian subs. Oh, it was the best. I had Italian subs with Jack. I I did that. I, I did want the Italian subs every with Every single day. And my Garrett is the biggest carnivore in the world. Mm. All he wants is meat all the time. Mm. I couldn't get enough meat with him. All right. Anyway. What you got? The eye test. Oh, the eye test. Mm-hmm. Look in the mirror for about a minute. If your pupils, pupils are dilating, it means you are having a boy. No. If they stay the same, it means you're having a girl. And I'm not pregnant, so I can't test that out. But Would it also depend on the light in the room? <laughs> I don't know. It's, I mean, it's really dim. Your eyes are going to I guess if you put two pregnant people next to each other and the light's the same, if one's dilating, they're having a boy. And if bullshit. one's not I call dilating. bullshit. Okay. I thought that was funny, though, because remember when I was having Jack? It was the hospital forever, blah, blah, blah. And the ner- I couldn't move because his heart rate kept yeah. dropping and... The nurse was really nice, and she was, like, 10 years old. I was 10 years old, and she was even younger, I think. And she looked at me, and she was talking to me, and then all of a sudden she goes, I'm going to go get the doctor. I'm like, okay, why? And she's like, your eyes are completely dilated, so I think you're ready to have I'm like, what? And she's like, your eyes are dilated. You're going to have the baby. I'm like, your eyes are at 10, and so is your cervix. Yeah, I was like, really? <laughs> and they come back, and they're like, yep, we're already. I'm like, that It was the most bizarre thing yeah. I've ever heard. So That's maybe impressive. it's something. Maybe there is something with. Yes, but pregnancy, not necessarily boy versus yeah, girl. Yeah, you never know. The garlic test. Hmm. God, I love garlic. I do too. Put this one to the test at your own and your, mother, your partner's risk. If you are able to eat a lot of garlic but not smell like it, it means you're carrying a girl. I can't. So you sh- can eat it but not smell it. Like if it's you, not coming out of your pores. If you, you eat 500 pounds of garlic but you don't smell like garlic, you're having a girl. The girl's absorbing they just all the garlic. all that garlic. That's weird. When I got pregnant with my daughter for like 
three pregnancy tests in a row, she didn't show up. And I remember my girlfriend's sister saying, you're having a girl. That's what girls do. And I was like, I, I convinced myself I wasn't having a girl. I had a girl. Mm. So I wonder what, I'd like to know what that debunking was. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Uh, carrying high versus low. According to pregnancy law, if you're carrying high, it means you're having a girl. If you're carrying low, it means a boy. Okay. I carried, no, I think I carried right in the middle for both of them. I think girls give you the spread. You kind of just get fat everywhere. Whereas boys, I think you tend to go out. Out. Yeah. It is out. All right. Morning sickness. Unfortunately, this early pregnancy symptom doesn't tend to discriminate. But if you're suffering from excessive nausea and morning sickness, it's said you were having a girl. I'm, I did get sicker with her. I didn't get sick with either and I had two boys. So. I didn't throw up with mm. any of them. I didn't get that. But I was just sick for four months with her. Yeah. She wreaked havoc on me. She was rough. They say girls do that. She was a rough pregnancy. Yeah. My hips hurt. Like, everything hurt. Mm. Okay, what you got? The ring test, which I did do. Who and didn't do, do it the ring test friend. or the pin? Yeah. Um, so you tie a ring or a pin on a string and you hang it over the pregnant belly. If it swings in a circle, it means you're having a girl. And if it swings um, back in a forth. line back and forth, it means you're having a boy. We did the um, ring test. My uncle always does it. We did the ring test with me. I think it was right both times. Um, and I know we did it to my friend Katie, like out at a restaurant. We're like, let's do the ring test. And we hung it like on a, you know, someone's necklace. Um, but I can't remember. I can't remember if it was right or not. See, now it doesn't even matter because these people have 3D fucking images at 10 weeks, you know, know. which takes all the fun out of the guesswork. It's so much fun though. I didn't find out with any of mine and it was so much fun. I didn't find out with Jack. I did find out with Sam because I would have had to do construction on the bedrooms. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, yeah, no, we need to know. No, it was fun not knowing. And I mean, with my youngest, I I was having a girl. So I brought all pink stuff to the hospital. I had a girl's name. Penis came out and I didn't know what to do with myself for about a good two days. Jack, you couldn't have told me it was a girl because it was a boy. It, oh, I'd I was say like, with Cameron, it's a boy. I knew it was a boy. No it is a boy. Mind. It is a boy. I think people think, oh, you found, I'm like, no, it was a boy. I, I knew, knew it was a boy. I you couldn't have told stuff. me. You, the doctor could have said you having a girl and I would have said it's nope, a boy. It's a boy. I Sam, was I was way. like, I have no idea what this is. Oh, Vienna no I was convinced it was a girl. Garrett, I was convinced mm-hmm. it was a boy. And that, it was fun. Yeah. I mean, we did it for thousands of years. People are like, well, how did you get ready? I bought a lot of white. Because they're yeah, like the onesies and yellows, yeah. the green. You can do it. You don't need to have the room fully decorated four months before you have a baby. Oh, uh, what else? Uh, we painted it that like light green. Yes. If it was a girl, I was gonna put like pink things That's exactly on it. What you know, I did. Like, yeah. That's exactly what I did. All right, pregnancy glow or no? If your complexion is bright and your hair resembles that of a Pantene commercial, if anybody even knows what Pantene is anymore, you could be having a boy. Mm-hmm. That is a pregnancy glow. If you're breaking out, it means you're having a girl growing. I will say. They have said, there's that wise tale that... Um, Girls steal your beauty. And they do. Mm-hmm. You look at somebody with who's having a girl and you're like, Ooh, she's having a girl. I so, Do you have something about a nose? No? Uh, no. I swear to God, when women's, people have... Women's noses get huge when they have a girl. Yes. Yes. What is that? It's like the, everything spreads. It literally like and spreads melts. across their face. Yeah. Boys are like, I. you couldn't even tell I was pregnant with them. I was just forward. I was happy. But with her, I was sick. I look like shit. Yeah. I was like, Jesus, Vienna. Of course, she did steal my beauty because she's stunning and I look yeah. like a hag. Well, you know. What you All right. Go ahead. Um, heart rate. During your next ultrasound, pay attention to the baby's heart rate. If the little ticker is beating faster than 140 beats per minute, get ready for a girl. They say the girl's heart rates are faster than the boy's Because we know we got a lot of shit to do when we get Yeah. Gearing up for the rest of the shit. Got to get this done. 
<laughs> partner's weight gain. As this old wives' tale goes, if your partner is gaining weight alongside you, also known as sympathy weight, right, that, mm. that could mean that you're carrying a girl. All right, it didn't matter because with all three of them, he put on weight. Because I'm sitting there, I'm like, hmm, let's have some sushi. Right. Let's go get some pizza. Let's have some ice cream all in an hour. So he right. put on all the weight I did. I don't remember if Mike gained weight. I just remember how much weight I gained with Jack, and it was obscene. <laughs> obscene. And then Sam, I was completely fine and, like, small, what? but, oh, my God. I think with all of them, I was, like, 25 pounds. No. I was over 75 pounds of Jack. <gasps> oh, my God. Over 75. It was ridiculous. My face looked like it was going to burst. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And then Sam, it was 20 to 25 pounds. Oh, my God. And they look, what did you do That's different? Crazy. I'm like, Nothing. Not one thing. I still eat like shit. I still... Yeah. I worked out five days a week when I was pregnant with Jack. Like... 75 pounds. Over. A lot of fucking weight. I mean, I was... a very... I was like a very thin person. Yeah. My stomach was completely flat. Like, in concave. Like... It was obscene. <laughs> obscene. Anyways. Um, Chinese gender chart. So this is like one of those... You know, like a graph where you have like... I don't know. Like stuff on the left side and then stuff yep. on the top of the page. So if you if you write out um, the eight like ages on one side and then the month of conception on the other side, so you have like you know I don't know twenty to forty on top and then the months of the year. When you put your fingers on the the age you were when you conceived and the month you conceived, when you bring it together, it will say. it will say a boy or a girl. Oh, I never heard of that yeah. one either. Um, I never saw that. Never saw I'd like either. to, I have no idea what month I, I mean, I guess well, I could try to figure it out. Boys are very difficult to conceive because we have a very small window of when it'll be a boy. Yeah. And then girls are longer. Mm. Apparently. Apparently Brian hit it right every single time because yeah. I have two boys. Yeah. Me too. Okay. Moody versus mellow. No. <laughs> I see what this one's right. Because I know what I was. <laughs> if you're feeling more moody than mellow, you were having a girl. If you're more chilled out, you're having a boy. False. False, false, false. False. If you're fucking pregnant, you're miserable. So there you go. How's I really that? wasn't miserable. I loved being pregnant. I hated it. I loved being pregnant. I loved hated the feeling of it. it. I was never sick. I loved it. I loved how I felt. I loved feeling the baby. Loved me. I would be pregnant a million times. I don't want to oh, have kids. Oh, I hated up. it. Love it. But the hormones are off the charts. I was homicidal. You know mm-hmm. I was homicidal, so it was awful. And then I got the postpartum afterwards, so I'm crying for absolutely... And I knew it's post... Like, it's very weird to have these emotions and know exactly why you're having them and have no control of them. Yeah. Like, I couldn't stop it saying, this is postpartum, get a hold of yourself. Nope. Nope. Right. Continue to cry and be ridiculous and fearful and anxious and stupid. Yeah. It's awful. Um, And then I have... My last one is the blood pressure before you conceive. So this is like... a. Real. Who's taking their blood pressure before they conceive? And I would well, imagine it's high for everybody who's actually in the act of conceiving. This is before you conceive what your blood pressure is will determine what you're having. I So who's it's, doing that? This is real tricky. So a study found that a higher the, the higher a woman's blood pressure is 26 weeks before conception. Who's doing this? She is more likely to have a boy. So if you're having high blood pressure... While you're trying, you're more likely to have a boy. I wonder why that so, squeezes all the girls if you out. have a doctor's appointment before you're trying to get pregnant, look at what your blood pressure is, and it could be a clue if you will have a boy or a girl. Ugh. They're just gonna have an ultrasound in like a week and no. My so I was thinking about this. It's not 
conception, but it's my aunt Janice. Um, when she was having, I think it was when she was having my cousin Christine, she was breech. The baby was breech. And she was really pregnant. And I remember it was like really hot and we were at my grandmother's pool and we were sitting outside and my um one of my mother's cousins married this woman from Egypt. And she does like all like um what's it called with the needles? Acupuncture and like all these different things. She that's what she does. She has a whole um business. Like mm-hmm. this is what she does. I went to her for acupuncture actually. But she she said she could help my aunt turn the baby. And my aunt was like, okay, yeah, I'll do anything. And she's like, okay, I'm going to burn your toes. And we were like, we were young. Like, I was probably 10. And we were like, what? And so she comes over. And my aunt's at the pool. She's sitting on the lounge chair, you know, the beach chair. And she's like, okay. And she gets, I don't know what it was she was burning it with because I was 10. It looked like, you know, the thing, like sage. Like incense. Kind of like that. But like a bushel of it. Mm -hmm. And she would light that Mm -hmm. and like burn her toes. Like hurt burn? No, like. Put the yeah. burning thing on her toes to turn the baby. I'm pretty sure she had a C-section. So did I don't think it turned the baby. <laughs> but she, um, but I, that's all I remember sitting at my grandma's pool watching her burn her, her burn my aunt's toes, and I was having a hot because you're little and you're like, what do you mean burn your toes? Burn your toes? And she's lighting something yeah. and burning her toes, but obviously she's fine. It didn't hurt. But she had a C-section anyway. Even. She had to have the baby. Oh, Auntie, you listening, let us know if that baby was a C-section or not. Well, my Auntie Janice passed away. Oh, I'm sorry, Auntie Janice. Okay. I take that all back. I'm sorry. My poor Auntie Janice. Is the but she was a good sport and had her toes burned. Just what the hell? What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, trying to be nice. Um, okay, so I've got five old wives' tales that turned out to be true. Cheese dreams. That could mean something I don't even want to know what that means, actually. I'm not yes. going to say. God, could the printing be any smaller? It sounds ridiculous, but eating cheese would lead to weird dreams. But by golly, some folks at the British Cheese Board say, I can't believe that Britain has a cheese board, (laughs) says that they studied it and it turns out to be true. 200 volunteers ate a variety of cheeses before bed and the bulk of them reported having strange dreams. Granted, it's possible the British Cheese Board may have motives that were not purely scientific, but that it is enough for us to have believing that cheese before bed gives you weird dreams. Who cares? I think if you eat a heavy meal before bed, you can have bizarre dreams. That's weird. I never dream. I dream all the time, and they're weird. Honey suppresses a cough. Oh. Okay, so this is one. It's so tiny, I can barely read it. Okay, so this one doesn't seem so unreasonable, but a dab of honey will actually do wonders for a cough. Mix it into some tea, or take it straight off the spoon. Shoot it. Give the honey bear a squeeze right into your mouth. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that sounds dirty. My husband would be like, I'll give you the honey bear yeah. right into your mouth. It'll help. The science to this is that honey forms a soothing mucus membrane, and it does. Yes. It does. If it I have coats. a sore throat, the first thing I do is give the kids... I take honey and give the kids honey. It does. It works. I hate honey. I'd rather suffer. Oh, my God. I fucking love honey. I put, it, I put that shit on everything. Oh, my God. I hate the texture of it. That, I hate the coating of it. I, that's what I hate. I love it. Love it. I love how sweet it is. And I feel like I'm eating healthier because it's real sugar and like not processed sugar. I don't think it's sweet. Oh, my God. I put the that The texture of it is something it like... I don't I don't like the taste, the aftertaste, the texture. I hate I love everything honey. about it. I love it. I would literally rather... I will just suffer through a sore throat. Oh, no. I love it. Love it. Shots of it. Fish oil is brain food. You've heard it said that eating fish will make you smart, and that sounds just about the dumbest thing you've ever heard, right? 
Especially when you remember that stuff comes out of your Uncle Earl's mouth and he eats catfish all the time. <laughs> well, these days, the omega-3 oils in fish are well known to be good for brain tissue, which helps brain performance. That might be something short of making you smarter. I can't read it, but fish is brain food nonetheless. So, yes, and I love fish. That the omega-3s so will help will your help. brain. A long labor means a boy. Yes, because they never want to leave their mothers. Ever. Ever. Pregnancy is a fertile ground for myths and wives' tales, as we just showed you. Mm -hmm. But there is at least one that does seem to have some truth. A study of more than 8,000 births showed a direct correlation between the length of labor and gender of the baby. Longer labor was more likely to result in the boy. I did labor awful long with Cameron, but Garrett was like out in two seconds. I pushed them out in two seconds, but my labor was forever. Yeah, I guess you're right. Do you know what, like, didn't even go into I didn't even go into labor with her. I had to get induced. I had but the boys had labored. Jack, I went into labor on my own. And I was in labor. I was at Jen's dance recital in labor. And then we walked down to the feast. We yeah. you know, we got food, we ate, I watched the Red Sox, I went back, was home all night. We finally went in the next day and I was still in there till the yeah. next night. It was like over twenty four yeah. hours of labor. Sam, I had to be induced because He's Sam. He, didn't he was my second. I was induced, and he was still 24 hours. No. Cameron, I broke water at like 1 in the morning, and I didn't have him till 8 o'clock the next night. Mm -hmm. Vienna, I had to be induced. Garrett, I started at like noon one day. Went to And I knew, like I had to, went to BJ's. I was getting food. I was doing this. Midnight that night, I was like, all right, time to go in. It was excruciating, and I had him at 6 a.m. Yeah. But right. that's still like, that's a long It was a long labor. labor. Yeah. yeah. It was a long labor, yeah. and it was intense. Laura, mm -hmm. predicting the weather by sunset home. What you got for me? Red sky at night, <laughs> sailors delight. Red sky in the morning, sailors take warning. Bizarre. It it's, means red sky in the morning. It's going to be stormy. It's not good. You don't want to go out. Because it's reflecting off the clouds? I guess so. Right. Well, and then red sky weather. at night, beautiful. Beautiful, it means it's like nice and clear. and. Well, that's exactly what it's going to say. Red mm -hmm. sky at night, sailors delight. Red sky in the morning. I can't believe you don't remember I, that. You know, I've heard it. And, I don't, and, and remember, like, in Boston, we have um, the original John Hancock building, a smaller one. It's got this red light. Yeah. And it blinks. And it means every, it's red and blue. Steady red, rain ahead, steady blue, snow is due. Yeah. And if it, it's doing something else, the Red Sox are canceled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The old saying is, red sky at night, sailor's delight, red sky in the morning, sailor's warning. What does that mean, Laura? Well, let me tell you, since you know it so well. I know. I actually am not sure. I just assume it means it's just shitty weather if it's a red right. sky in the morning. Well, it's going to say why, I think. I hope. Because I really want to know why. Well, the idea is that the red-colored sunset indicates good weather the next day, while a red sunrise means bad weather. Well, I got that. Sounds <laughs> like total nonsense, but there is some truth to it. A run set set indicates, indicates a lot of dust particles in the air, meaning high pressure and stable air, which makes for good weather. Mm -hmm. You want to see this at night in the wet in the west, because if you see it at sunrise in the east, it could indicate a high pressure system has already passed and the storm is on its way in. Oh. Boom. There you go. I literally have said that my entire life yeah. because my mother said it to me and her mother said it to I her. I will never forget now. I've heard it. Yeah. I couldn't remember. I swear every night that there's a red sunset, I say every, every time Mike, I do I say it constantly? Like, I literally say it constantly. Oh, red sky at night, sail is delight. <laughs> is that like I the say, red moon too? Like, you know when you see the big orange moon? No, I think it's just when, you know, when the sun's, like when the clouds and the sky is red oh, okay. at sunset. Right, got it. 
Got it. You know, like when yeah. just like when you're looking at the sunset and everything around is red, and you're like, oh, mm. red sky at night. Sailors. I say it every Maybe goddamn my time. My husband remember because he was a sailor, but Maybe. not like the kind of sailor that would actually be sailing him. I he think was on that's the seas. one of the things my kids might actually remember. Remember, because you've said it so many times. Because I literally say it every single time. Oh God! Every bless. single time. Well, that is our wives' tale episode. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I would love, no, not even sure, I would love to hear more. Oh my God, yeah. We and I'm, I'm sure there's so many that I do and still say. Or, right, we're going to have to think about it. Right, like, but I think it's just so commonplace. Like, they're just they're like, so, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, that is a, why do I do that? That you doesn't know, when make people sense. People couldn't explain things away. They made up shit. Yeah. And that's why, like, Italians, Irish, we are full of all oh this my God, weird shit constant. that we come up with. And I'm, my parents still, my mother still believes it. My aunts, they still say these things. I'm like, you know, that's not true, right? Like, Well, even know, if you know it's not true, though, like the birds, I know if I have a picture of a bird on it in my You're house, not gonna die I'm not going to die. But I still do it. But I still can't do it. Like, I cannot. Bird houses all the time. No, there was like this cute little watch and it had like, I don't know how to describe it, but it had like little bird thing on it. And I was it, like on the face of it. like the, And I was like, I love that watch. I'm like, I can't do it. I just can't do it. Like I literally. <laughs> serious car accident. We'll all die. I couldn't bring that. myself. And I know it's not going to happen. Uh, just can't bring yourself to it. But it's like so commonplace. I hear you. Some of these things like. You got to do it. I'm sure there's a million things I do because of. Oh, yeah. Live sales. My whole life. Like I said, I mean, I'll, we'll be making pizzales in a couple months and somebody will be blessing the bread. Yeah. You know, God bless. And my mother will yell at me. Did you bless the eggs? No, mom, because I don't feel that's appropriate. I'm not a priest. You gotta bless the eggs. What well, are we all gonna die if I don't bless the Easter eggs? Give me a break. I'm gonna eat them and make eggs out. That's what I'm gonna do. Right. All, right. all right. So this is gonna be bringing us even deeper into the fall. Yes. We're getting close to October. Ooh, it's your favorite, favorite season of the world. Um, and I don't know what we're doing in October. We have some fun well, stuff for Halloween. We do, and we had a nice write-in. Oh, that was the write-in. No, because we're going to do that with that. Oh, yes, yes. But we so did I... get another write-in last night, didn't we? On uh, the girl that sent us the article on the hiker. Oh, yeah. You want to do that another sure. time? No. Was it like a write-in right now? She wrote in with the article she sent us. Let's see what we got here. forgot all about that. Do Why don't we do that? We're going to do update. a bonus and we're going to do a ripped from yeah. the headlines again. Yeah, I think you're right. We'll save yeah, that because that's kind of like that. Um, but anyway, this girl wrote in a really nice, a beautiful letter. Yeah. And we're going to do a whole episode on with it. that in in it. That's right. That's we're right. basing That's right. a whole episode on it. So that will be coming in October. And also, if you, like, so you, we're getting more and more people send us in stuff. And I would love to be able to, I don't know if it's something we could ever do on a consistent basis, but I'd like to start a whole new the side thread of Scissors and Scrubs called Ripped from the Headlines. Because <laughs> people always send us stuff like, I just read this, and I just right. read that, and they should have listened to you. And So if you see stuff, current stuff in the news that's ripped from the headlines of somebody doing something stupid that you heard about on Scissors and Scrubs, we would love to hear from yes. you. Because we're going to try to do bonus episodes when we can of those topics. Yes. Um, so enjoy your fall. Go apple picking. Go make your pies. Go, go get your pumpkin iced go get coffee your pumpkins, at Dunks. Put your leaves out. Go Just go enjoy the crisp yeah. fall Put weather. Put on a nice sweater and some boots. Oh, yeah. Get your little scarf out. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that's ridiculous up here. but It whatever. does. <laughs> whatever. Enjoy your pumpkin spice. We will talk to you later. Bye. Like, subscribe, rate, and review the Scissors and Scrubs podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to us on 
Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Scissors and Scrubs. And email us any of your stories or thoughts to scissorsandscrubs at gmail.com.